I am sure you heard the quote credited to Confucius, doing something you love and you will never work another day in your life. While everyone has heard it, there are so many meanings of what this actually means. Just being honest, I think it's vagueness is actually what makes it so overly used and more or less popular. The truth in this quote is that we all actually have something that we love doing and we take money out of the equation and we still love doing those certain things. Well, the thing is, we do actually have the ability to turn those passions into income and I want to walk you through how you can start getting paid for your passions. At the end of this episode, you will understand not only why, but how you can accomplish this. Let's go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on The Financial Mirror as we continue to work on improving the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time that you've joined in, uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe on YouTube. What that does is it'll give you a nice little notification when we're going live and you will not miss an episode. Also, if you are listening to this on a podcast, uh, whatever podcast that is uh, of your choice, uh, don't forget that you can go in on Spotify and Apple and leave a five-star review and a written comment. Both of those do go a really long ways in spreading the word, getting the message out so that more people can take control of their finances every single day. Um, best off, we started this Increase Your Income series, and I am so ecstatic uh, to, to bring this to you. Uh, it's it's ultimately going to be a four-part series. This will be part two of this series. And at the conclusion of this, you will have multiple ways that you can increase your income. I cannot wait to bring you more of this series uh, as we go through parts three and parts four. I'm telling you, if you will implement this stuff, your life will change. You will have more money at the end of every month. Uh, and it's not its not going to just happen you know, overnight. It's going to take time to develop. It's going to take time to build on some of these things. Some of them are obviously more quickly. Uh, they're going to produce more quickly than others. However, uh, some of them do take time to develop. But Needless to say, you can do it. You will accomplish whatever it is that you set out to do. I uh, started off last week and I talked about some of the things that that people say when uh, they, you know, they, they're not really making as much as they would like. And uh, they say things like they just can't get ahead or they're living month to month or, you know, uh, they don't have the money to pay back their debt or whatever. And I found this article Right, and it just sort of ties into that. But uh, it's the seven signs that you don't make enough money. Well, uh, I'm just going to run through them real quick. One, you're using your credit cards every month. Uh, this would be more or less that you're using them because you don't have uh, another, like you don't have enough money in your checking account to pay your bills. Two, you can't cover your bills, which would lead you to number one. Three, you're running out of money at the beginning of the month. Four, there's nothing else to cut. You went through your budget and there's nothing else that you can cut um, that would start taking away from those, the living, the food, the transportation, et cetera, et cetera. Five, you can't handle an emergency, meaning you haven't set up that $1,000 emergency fund. Six, 
you are constantly worried about money, if this is something that is constantly weighing you down, if it's constantly being a burden, uh, that could lead you to show you're not making enough money. And then seven, you're not reaching your financial goals, whatever those goals are. At the end of this series, all all seven of these are addressed. We go through a a way that you can increase your money and all seven of these are addressed by doing that uh if if you if the, any of these do uh re- resonate with you and they they do bother you a little bit uh you're you're not alone first off you're absolutely not alone the, there's tons of people out there that are also struggling with this same set of uh income issues uh, where they just you're not making enough money to do some of these things that you need to accomplish um but a lot of it does go into to things that you can do and that's that's what the financial mirror is all about i started off by saying it here at the financial mirror we control uh yourself like all the control we put back is on the individual so I do want to help you improve your personal finances, and that's what this series is going to do. Uh, I said this in part one as well, and I want to make sure I'm going to say it in every single part. I, I start off uh, the series with this, and I want to ensure that I hit this every single week. But regardless of your income, if you made uh, $10 million, right? You made $10 million, and uh, you spent... Nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars a year. You're only going to have one dollar left at the end of the year, right? So, I, w- I want to say that because I think this is this is the example that so many people need to hear. You've got to live within your means. Uh, you've got to. I mean, that's just as important as income. So. If at the end of this this series you go through and you do all the steps and you I mean you take it on full blown and you get you increase your income by ten thousand dollars a month, um, you all of a sudden you start spending nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars more a month uh, with some lifestyle creep that comes in. It's your your increased income did not help you, and that's the part that I want to say. Warren Buffett said, "Do not save what is left after spending." but spend what is left after saving. And that's just sort of aligning your priorities. So regardless of this series increasing your income, which it will, if you start to let lifestyle creep kick in as that income does go up, it's only going to create more of a headache for you. You're going to go right back to those seven common problems that people have when they are not making enough money. And I don't want that to happen to you. So remember, four-part series, you will, I guarantee it, you will have the knowledge to go out and change your financial situation. At the end of this series, you will have some way, shape, form, or fashion that you can do that. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 
Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So today, I am going to discuss how you can get paid for your passion so that you never work a day in your life. Okay, totally overused saying you heard it in the intro, but it does have validity and I'm going to show you. But um, if you follow your passion, you'll never work a day in your life. It's commonly said, um, practiced, I don't know, a lot of people, they, they don't really... Uh, I don't think they ever really make money doing their passion. I think they ended up finding a job that they enjoy, but it's not really their passion. And uh, I'm going to sort of define that and sort of maybe bring that to light with a little bit of what what I mean by that. Um, but I, this is this is a quote. It's commonly used. If you follow your passion, you'll never work a day in your life. I want to flip that. I want to challenge you that I would rather you use this quote. Follow your passion. Do what you love and the money will follow. Most people don't believe it, but it's true. Oprah Winfrey said this, and I think that is much more ideal with with what is reality, right? Um, and I say that because of this. People work and they can enjoy their job. Like you absolutely can enjoy your job. You absolutely can love going to work. But when you get off of work, there are things that you would rather be doing. Put it another way. While you're at work, there's things you're thinking about that you would rather be doing when you leave work. Those are probably more in line with your passions, right? Like that's probably more those things that are fun. They just are naturally make you like want to wake up every day. Not like you're not getting paid for those things. Most likely those things are more what you do after work. They're actually probably the things you're thinking about while you're at work. Those are more in line with passion. So if we followed that, which is you're going off the, this Oprah Winfrey quote, if we followed that passion and we do what we love, which is just that, the money will eventually follow. And that's what this whole episode's about. It's, it's a very true statement. You absolutely can get paid for all of those things that that you love doing, all of those things that uh, right now you're not getting paid to do, but you still you still are motivated to go out and do it. You can get paid for that. And and that's what I'm going to cover. Uh, but what I, we first have to do is we have to figure out what is that for you, right? Like we've got to figure out what is that for you? Well, uh, lucky for you, I did go and pull some some stats out there, right? So this is, I'm just going to hit the top five that uh, this is males and females, what they are most passionate about. Uh, males, uh, actually one and two are the same for males and females, music and food. So people love music, people love food. That's a passion that both people have. And that could be, uh, you know, DJing, that could be uh, doing some like electronic music, like creating beats or that could be playing guitar or keyboard or, or, you know, piano or whatever. Uh, but people like music and they like food going out, trying new restaurants, blogging about food. All of these things are things that people enjoy. Uh, for males, number three goes sports four is fitness and five is gaming for females. Number three is fitness four is pa uh, fashion. I say passion, uh, four is fashion and five is art and photography. Uh, but you can see, you can see these are things that, that people have a passion for. Now, these are very broad categories, first and foremost. So uh, these may or may not, you may be more down in the, you know, the eight through 
11 category. I don't know. There's 13 on my list. If you're listening to this on the podcast, um, you know, it's they're 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 out there. Uh, go check this out on YouTube, Facebook, and, and run through them. Uh, but if I was reading this off to you, you would get totally lost in in, in the 13 things that, um, that people are passionate about. But all in all, it's a great, great start to where you can start. But you've got to figure out what are your passions. And you have passions. We all do. And it's finding those that's the hardest part. So some of us, you know, go through these different, uh, little turbulences in our life and we can sort of lose what those passions are. So, uh, what I want you to think back to in, in, in this episode and, and just for a moment, think back to when you were a child, think back to your younger years. Uh, and obviously your life's changed a lot since then, but back then there were things that you enjoyed doing. Uh, and I say that because you kind of do lose, some of those passions over time throughout your life, you sort of move away from those, maybe because they're not as convenient or maybe uh, it's just harder to go out and do those things. Uh, but think back to them because they probably drove a lot of what you are passionate about now. It may not be the exact same thing, but some of those same principles uh, could could be out there. For me, uh, when I was younger, I, I, I bought my first like custom-built computer uh, and, and I think I bought it from compact. I think it was a compact computer and I custom built this thing online. I didn't actually physically put the parts together, but I, I custom built all the parts that I wanted in it. I received that computer. I paid a lot of money for it. Uh, and then I started actually just changing those parts out. I, I mean, it was, it was, it was silly, but, uh, I, that's, that's where I became passionate about computers. I became passionate about electronics. Uh, and so when, when I, I lost that for a while, right. I went through went through years and I never really stopped like caring about electronics, but I stopped caring so much about computers and all that. And then I, I, it finally, you know, I switched to more of like a started getting more into like a fitness thing. And I was focusing more on I got my first degree, a bachelor in kinesiology. So I was focusing on that and I sort of lost that. But now I'm back into the computer thing and I've been doing that for the past roughly six years. So you know, it, it, you can see where your passions can shift. They can flow. And you've got to f- go back and figure out what it is that you're passionate about because that's going to drive how we're going to, when we start talking about making the money off doing it, you've got to know what those are. So think about all those things. Uh, take a look at this list if you're watching this live. Uh, but but try to start thinking about what your passion could be. Now, uh, if you if you are having trouble thinking about what these are, like some people do, uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go ask your friends and I want you to ask your family members. I want you to ask your coworkers, uh, what are, what are you good at? I want you to go ask them, Hey, what am I good at? What do you see that I'm good at? Uh, maybe, you know, they can see something that just, they've always noticed comes easy for you. You don't see how easy it comes for you, but maybe they do. Uh, I think that goes back to computers. I've always had my friends. I've always had my family. I've always had a lot of people ask me to help them with their electronics, with their computers, with their uh, little gadgets. And, you know, that may not have been so self-evident, but over time, if I would have went and asked them, they would have said, hey, this is what you're good at. This is what you, you know, it comes easy to you. You don't have to try. Uh, Maybe they can help your family, your coworkers, your friends. They can help you out with that. So ask them first off what what comes easy what what are some of those skills and then you can take those and start to figure out what is 
what are you most passionate about with those skills? Uh, because they're probably going to tell you skills, not so much the passion. They're not going to be able to, to obviously identify your passion. Maybe they can just tell you what you're really good at. And that could be what drives you to your passion. It could be your passion, but they're going to help you figure out what that is. So while you're doing that, so right now we, we've gone through the first phase as we're thinking about what we're currently good at. Well, we're looking at this list and we're figuring out what is our passion. The next thing that you've got to do is you cannot be scared to try something new. You can't be scared to hop in and say, you know what? I've never done this, but that doesn't mean uh, I can't do it. Uh, this doesn't have to be way outside your comfort zone, but you know, you may have to you know, <laughs> tiptoe the line of your comfort zone to do it. Um, think about things you've always wanted to do and go do it. I mean, that's, that's pretty straightforward, but for me, I moved to Hawaii and I wanted to, I wanted to surf. I've never surfed before. Uh, and I went out and I just did it. You know, I, I hate the, I hate being in the ocean. I hate the deep waters and darkness of the ocean and just sharks swimming all amongst me and I can't see them, uh, but they can see me. So, but I went out and did it anyways, right? A little outside my comfort zone for, to be out that far in the ocean, but, uh, all in all, it, it was a great experience. Do I continue to do it? No, I quickly identified that, uh, I did not have, you know, it wasn't something that I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, you may go out and do something one time and you might love it. Like I think the first time I went surfing, I was like, Oh, this is great. This is amazing. Well, all of a sudden the, the newness wears off. So keep trying it. If you keep loving it, maybe that's, maybe that's something that you enjoy. If it's not, and you feel like it's work or you have to like make this like ridiculous effort to go out and do it. It's probably not the one. It's probably not the passion that you're really looking for. So keep looking, keep trying new things. You will be surprised when you find that one thing that just doesn't seem like it takes much effort for you to just go do it. Like you just naturally just want to go do it. Um, listen to the friends, listen to the families, the coworkers, as I stated, if something, if they're talking about doing stuff, uh, this is where you can really tiptoe on your comfort zone. If you hear family, friends, coworkers thinking about going to do something and they're like, oh, like we're going to do this after work or we're going to do this on the weekend or whatever. If it's something that sounds interesting to you or you've never done it, see if you can join them. That's another great example uh, of how to do it. Uh, I want to give you an example of mine. My fiance had a friend and she wanted us to go do hot yoga. Well, I didn't even know what hot yoga was, but uh, first off, I mean, and I'd never done yoga, like literally just to go do hot yoga, I had to stop at Walmart and buy a yoga mat. Like, I mean, I'm totally unprepared for hot yoga, yet it was something new and I enjoyed it. Um, I, it was a lot of fun. It was challenging, it, but, but ultimately it, it, it was a new experience for me. And would I want to go teach hot yoga? Well, no, uh, but I, I, you know, I wouldn't have ever known if I didn't try it, but I don't, I would never want to go teach hot yoga, but I wouldn't mind going and doing it again. It's not anything that I just have this burning desire to go and do, but if somebody's like, Hey, you want to join us with hot yoga? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, but that's sort of like you can, there's things you can enjoy, but we've got to, we're really trying to find those passions, really find those things that you you genuinely want to go do without any effort. And that's what we're looking for. And it's a constant progress. It's a constant search to find that. All I'm saying is 
for this part, for the second step. We haven't got to the page yet. You hadn't made any money. All we're, Right now, we're going through self-identification, through looking at what you currently enjoy and trying new things to figure out what you can enjoy because uh, maybe you just haven't experienced that real burning passion that's out there. Uh, but go out, try new things, and you know, you don't have to do it forever. Just try it. See if you like it. If you don't, cool. Never do it again, but give it a shot. And it, you might find a new passion that you can use to, to maybe increase your income with. So now let's watch the dollar signs flow and let's actually talk about how to get paid. Well, if you were looking for this perfect step-by-step -step solution that says like do step one, do step two, uh, it's not what you're going to get. So <laughs> Sorry if you listened this far and that's what you were that's what you were waiting for, uh, but I am going to give you some things to think about because you will be able to walk away with this and know how to start to to analyze how you're going to make money. So you're through the hardest part. The absolute hardest part is finding your passion. Once you've got that, finding how to get paid for it is pretty simple, right? Like that's probably the the hardest part is the finding. You found it. Let's make money. So answer this question. This is going to drive a lot of the creative thought. What problem will you solve for someone else with your passion? Answer that question. What problem will you solve with your passion? So this, you know, could be a, a service like you're going to provide a service to someone that is solving a problem like for me with the financial mirror. I do financial coaching, so I solve my the the my passion is, is or, or one of my passions. Right, I talked about my computer passion, but another passion is helping people with their personal finances and getting them to a a stable situation to where they can achieve those financial goals. What problem am I solving with my financial coaching? Well, I've got people that may not see that they that they have an out to their current financial situation. And I'm here to put hope back into their finances, right? Like that's what I'm solving. I'm solving the injection of hope back into their personal finances so that they can prosper so that they can reach the financial goals that they have for themselves. That's the problem I'm solving with the financial mirror. That's what I do. You're, you may solve something totally different. Like our hot yoga instructor, she she's solving a problem of making yoga fun, making yoga challenging, making yoga. Uh, she's bringing together a community of people. She's creating a community. That was the instructor that we went and we uh, did hot yoga with. That's the problem she's solving. Every single thing that you you look at, you're you're having a problem be solved for you. It could be a, it could be a service like that or it could be a product. Think about a, uh, uh, I don't know. It's just coming to my mind because you know we we were just we were just talking about um, we were we we're in the process of, of moving, and we were talking about selling our, our our coffee pot and frother and all that. We have this whole like like pour over coffee maker. Anyways, this has nothing to do with with the episode, but um, the frother, right? Like the the coffee pot, even that's a product. Those are products, and they they solved a problem for us. Like. The whoever created that, they gave us a, a very inexpensive uh, pour over coffee pot that we were able to purchase off Amazon uh, and and use to to obviously, you know, solve our, our problem, being able to make coffee, the frother, we could froth milk to put on the to put in the coffee. All of these things are, are problems that people are solving with either products or services. And you've got to you've got to figure out 
what that is that you're solving and then go for it. What is your passion going to solve for someone and go for it? To start off, I want you to remember this. This is not going to take off in one day. Like you're not going to just all of a sudden have this idea. The financial mirror didn't just get to where it's at today in one day. Like it's, it's taking, you know, uh, this has been going on for over a, over a year now, uh, working on our second year and it doesn't just happen. It doesn't just take off in one day. So, you know, this isn't going to just replace your W2 income tomorrow. Like think about that. It's, that's the reason why I said, you've got to start this. You've got to, you've got to take that first step. Uh, but if you are passionate about it and you find gratification in doing it, it does make it easier to do when you're just popping some time out on the weekend to knock it out. Um, you won't feel like you're wasting your weekend if you're doing something that you thoroughly enjoy. Okay. So I want to give you some ideas to help sort of stimulate your mind uh, to to sort of drive that, that problem solving uh, mentality. And so maybe you can take a couple of these examples and say, okay, I can see how I can apply my passion to that. So uh, the first thing is you've got your passion. Uh, maybe your passion uh, is that you want to, you're, you're really good at, at giving people advice, like, like almost like counseling or uh, coaching or whatever. Maybe you charge for your time as a consultant. If you have a knowledge on a subject or people need advice on a subject, charge them for it. Uh, I did an episode last week on Udemy. If you are, are Udemy and Coursera and uh, edX, go look at these platforms. Go look at what people are charging for their time. They created these events. They, they have a knowledge of something, some kind of subject that people want advice on. And they create these classes. They create these courses and people pay for it. They have the knowledge and you just are, are charging. People are going to pay for your knowledge that you have. Go create a class out of it. Uh, maybe you start something like the financial mirror that kind of falls in where the financial mirror is at. I charge people uh, for a, a for financial knowledge that I have uh, so I can give some I can coach people in their finances. Um, maybe you want to be a coach. This could be a uh, like, like I said, my financial goals is one, uh, but maybe you're, you have a lot of health knowledge, personal health knowledge, or maybe you have some really good, um, career knowledge, interviewing knowledge, things of that nature. Maybe you could be a, a, a coach that helps people with their personal goals. Maybe you could coach someone on health goals. This could be a nutrition coach. This could be, uh, for a time management coach. If you're really good at time management, maybe you can start coaching people to improve their time management. Maybe go be a personal trainer to help people reach their personal uh, physical fitness goals or uh, improving interview skills. If you're really knowledgeable in a certain career field, go put that back into that career field by helping people improve their interviewing skills for that career field. I even saw uh, where an individual was actually helping people that were aspiring to join the military, uh, that they were helping them improve their ASVAB score, which is, you know, uh, the standardized exam that people take before they join the military. Uh, this this is very important for those people because to get a certain job in the military, you have to have a certain score on that exam. So this person just knew a lot about the ASVAB and was really good at helping people do that ASVAB and they just charged for their time and they gave personal one-on-one uh, classes to people that could help improve their ASVAB test taking skills and improve those scores to get the job that they want. Um, you could host a workshop. 
If you wanted to create a presentation that you could help coach groups of people, uh, you know, that, that could be a great opportunity. Uh, if only a few people show up at first, well, make it more intimate. It doesn't have to be a group coaching session. If only a few people show up, make it a more of a personalized coaching session. It doesn't have to be a, a whole entire group session. It could be a workshop that's more intimate and more focused on those individuals that did show up. If only one person shows up to your group event, cool. Make it a personal coaching session to that one person about whatever your topic is. Over time, your group session will grow as these people give you reviews, as people recommend you. Uh, the biggest thing is to focus on uh, whatever that passion is and making it grow. Uh, I talked about you know people on Udemy and Coursera and edX creating video. Maybe you create a whole video series uh, about a whole entire subject and people do it. Uh, maybe that can be a video series on how to build, I don't know, projects, home, do DIY projects around the house, uh, how to install a door frame. I don't know. I'm just making this up. If you're really good with your, with maybe you have a DIY video on how to install a door frame, how to build a plant box, how to, uh, install an irrigation system. I don't, I mean, it can be anything, whatever you're good at, go and do it. Uh, all of my guitar lessons have been self-taught right? Everything I've learned on a guitar, I've learned myself. Well, I was on Udemy the other day and I saw where uh, guitar lessons were being sold as a course on Udemy. Maybe I want to pay for someone to teach me, like legit teach me how to play guitar and improve my guitar skills. There you go. There's a great option. Uh, or maybe finally, you have a product. You're really good at building stuff. You're really good at making little trinkets or whatever. Go sell those products. Sell them on Pinterest. Uh, it, it's a a huge market out there for people that want homemade household goods, homemade everything. Go sell that stuff on Pinterest if you're really good at those things. All of these things are great insights. All of these things are great ideas, and they all can help you. Just jump on which one you find the most, you know, you have the ability to put in your passion into and go make money doing it. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just go do something. You will very much see how it will evolve over time. It's not going to look the same after a year as it did in the first year. I guarantee it. I'm talking strictly from experience with a financial mirror, like where it's at now versus where I thought it was going to be when I first started, not even close. It, like it's, it's, it's more defined now than when I thought it was defined back then. It's getting more and more defined and that's what it's going to take. It's going to take you just making the action, jumping out and doing it. And all of a sudden you will start to see the money come in from it. So as I wrap this up, I think the thing about is you've got, you've got to sort of do things that you haven't done before. So if you want something in your life you've never had, you're going to have to do something you've never done. Uh, and I think that that sort of sums this all up. You've got to go out and do things. Uh, and that could be taking that leap of faith that says, you know what, I'm going to jump out and I'm going to go post my video session on Udemy. I'm going to go post my services on Fiverr. I'm going to go and do XYZ. I'm going to post my product on Pinterest. I, I Make it taking those first steps are huge. The once you start making those first steps and those start falling into place, you'll notice how much easier it is to progress and to grow and to make money off of those passions. But the you absolutely you are the only thing standing in between you and the ability to make money from your passion. Only you. So the easiest thing to do is say that your situation's different, you can't make money. 
your passion nobody wants like that's that's so easy to say and that's not true you absolutely have a passion you have a gift you have something that people want you've got to figure out how to make that relevant what problem are you solving with your passion for people like you've got there's a problem that you're going to solve with people to people uh, with with your passion what is it figure that out uh, i'm here to tell you uh, that you know money will follow those passions that you have you will easily put the most effort into those things um, find your passion make a plan to get paid for it and then go take action this will help improve your personal finances by increasing your income you will absolutely do it there is no no question about it you will absolutely do it so please take those first steps. Uh, I'd love to see your ideas. If there's something that you take on after this episode that you, you were like, wow, like I, I'm going to go and I'm going to start doing this. Put that in the comment section of the episode, uh, no matter where you're listening to it, throw that in the comments and say, this is my passion and I want to go do this. Uh, I'd love to see them. I'd love to read about them. I'd love to see what some of the listeners are doing. Uh, so feel free to do that. Uh, Finally, if you are ready to take control of your finances, and this is something that uh, you you realize that you are maybe not exactly sure if you're on the right track, or uh, if you just want someone to sit down with you over your finances to ensure that you are moving toward your financial goals uh, and that you're budgeting correctly, getting out of debt, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, head over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now right on the home screen. Uh, you do get a free consultation. I'll sit down with you and I'll ensure that this is the right thing for you. It does not cost you anything uh, it is easily uh, one of the best things that you could ever do for your personal finances. Finally, if you do want to give an extra dose of support, just head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and you will end up at the Financial Mirror shop and you can buy all this amazing Financial Mirror gear right here from the store that does all go right back into the uh, community right back into building this, uh, the, the different products that are getting put together. All that money does go back into that. Everything is sold um, at just about cost, to be honest with you. Very little money is made on any of that product. So uh, feel free to go and, and pick you up some gear and know that all of that is only helping build out the financial mirror. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends, family members, coworkers, and anyone that you think can find value in the financial mirror and the information that is presented. If you are listening to us on the podcast, thank you. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, leave that five-star comment, or five-star review and a written comment as those truly do go a long way. If you can't tune in live, you can always listen on your favorite podcast platform. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.